0: On 2SM and the Super Network.
1: High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's Tackle today. It, only it is five long. minutes after five. Good morning. Good to have the pleasure of your company. As Ben said, heading for top of 17 in Sydney, 18 in Newcastle, Brisbane, 23. Got no idea what the temperature is at Dalby at the moment. We'll find out in a few moments' time. I bet it's all sunshine up there because the, the master is up there. Laurie McAnally, will chat with him in a moment. But if you're thinking of heading out today, the city Enclosed Water Report looks this way, or forecast looks this way. Southerly, 15 to 20 knots, decreasing uh, to 10 knots in the late evening. For the uh, coastal reports, south to south easterly, 15 to 20 knots. 1.5 metres, decreasing to 1 metre around about midday. The swell will be southerly around 1 metre, increasing to 1 to 1. 1.5 during the Morning. Let's catch up with him right now, Laurie McAnally. Good morning. Hey, yeah, good morning. Good
2: morning, Greg. Good morning, Kieran,
1: and good morning, listeners. How? Are, what are you doing in Dalby? We're, on,
2: we're going
1: dinosaur hunting. Dinosaur hunting.
2: Yeah, we're on our way to Winton. Yeah. yeah we have all the dinosaurs.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh! Well, I've got no doubt you'll catch a few. You catch well, everything. Got,
2: no, yeah. Well, no, I've, I've got fishing gear packed there. There's. Uh, there's plenty of yellow belly along the way to have a bit of a run with, yeah, so um, I'll be fishing for yellow belly a few times, yeah.
1: Nice, nice. Well, you've got, got to be out where the yellow belly bites. Uh, absolutely, that's the best way to catch them, go to where they are. <laughs> <laughs> that that's, that much I do know about fishing, right?
2: The, 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 well, the yellow belly fishing is basically because my wife likes to sleep in until the sun's well up, so... Early in the morning I sneak off and go and if there's a, a, well the Thompson River runs right through a long reach so it's got plenty of, plenty in it so there'll be three or four days of yellow belly fishing there and on the way back there's a lot of, um, there's a few good fish being caught at Isis but so we'll That's stop there and have a bit of a fish as well so we'll have a few interesting fishing reports but, uh, not to worry. I've got to also a special thanks to, uh, uh, Tyre Power Southwest Rocks because unbelievably my four wheel drive my Suzu, nearly new, decided to drop its gearbox on Friday. Oh no. Oh yeah. And, and that's
1: just as I was- No gearbox?
2: Oh no. No gearbox. Running in first, stuck in first gear. And there was the engine, um, in, um, engine protection mode. that was, that happened going to lunch, I was under severe stress. Um, <laughs> wow. Anyway, so the boys, the boys at Southwest Rocks Tyre Power dropped everything and serviced my Commodore on friday afternoon so i I I did get a small hint that some of them like snapper so obviously
1: (laughs) a small hint right a small (laughs) hint extremely
2: small Uh, uh, so Uh, so obviously instead of a slab of beer they, they would very very be they'd be very happy with a half a dozen snapper so when we get back that'll be our job
1: well that's good that they're negotiable right
2: that wasn't negotiable. I still had to pay for the service.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was the it's the aftermarket care, Laurie. It's the aftermarket no, care.
2: They they had actually was it was twenty past two, and they'd actually finished all their work, and they were about not far from shutting up the shop. So they were very very kind to me. So I just appreciate anybody who gives service like that is terrific. So mm. so I found like South West company? Rocks good. What's, nice. what's the name of the company? Tyre Power, Southwest Rocks. Tyre Power. They, they, okay. They advertise, they advertise on this station anyway. So, that's yep. alright, Kieran. We're, we're not, they're, they're, they advertise on 531 up along the mid-north coast. So, they, they are Theresa and the gang. So, everybody, thank you. Well, let, let's let's hope they
0: become a, a sponsor of High Tide in the local area. Well, they do. They're out of Coffs Harbour. Yeah,
2: very good. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so, yeah, so here we are, and we're out, out, in, uh, in the beautiful Darling Downs. And, uh, you'd be surprised at how big, goes. Oh, how much feed's been grown here for horses, Kieran. Or they grow hard. a lot of, they grow a vast amount of, uh, lucerne and some sort of ryegrass, yeah. yeah. Although the real, the real, the real acreage now is under wheat, but, uh, when we're coming through Gatton and that, and normally the normal horse industry up here is big, Kieran. Thoroughbred,
0: yes. Well, I mean, when you look at the thoroughbred industry now, when you're talking about you know nearly half a million foals a year on the ground. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: It's massive. Like, and we're into the billions in the gaming, as Grant can confirm, like through the TAB, and 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 then you've got all the other agencies. The amount of money and the amount of people employed throughout the the industry of uh, racing
2: is astronomical. Well, it's certainly keeping some farmers busy up here, I'll tell you. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and you'll find that they'll grow the lucerne with a bit of rye grass root, mainly on the flats close to the creeks of the rivers.
2: Yeah. No, no, I, was, I, I, I knew exactly what it was. I used to work in, when I was a young lad, I worked in soil conservation service, and oh, I said to Julius right. and... Look at all this, and it's not, no, this, but this is a, this is a tippy top stuff here, and this isn't the old, you know, just stuff you chop up for chaff. This is a really, really good yeah, loosen good that stuff, they yeah. bale up. Yeah, and, and uh, you don't and, hate yeah, without, what they charge you know, for a bale now. I don't know. Well, but they had winter ryegrass growing through it, so. Yeah, it's, it's worth a lot of money. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It'd probably be 30 or $40 a bale. Wow. Um, but those, there's, there's obviously, a big market for it because, you know, they're, 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 they've got it marked out, basically, yeah. It's, it's, it's basically for, from what I gather for thoroughbreds. So, and there's a lot of horses up, a lot of people here with horses as well. So, yeah, I it's just an
0: interesting Well, timeline, we might have yeah. to get back to having a horse and cart, who knows the way to go, the power. I suppose
2: horse and cart doesn't, oh... I've been behind horses. They they do have a bit of CO two
1: in them. Yeah, they're no good if going. No good getting out of. They a, do that. they no lorry. <laughs> they're no good getting over a bar and a big surf either. No, no, no. Horse he, and cart. So that's not good for that. i oh, yeah, yeah, that, no, so that's no. Uh, the, the horse and cart was great. He delivered all the goods. and uh,
2: no,
0: he was he, always but, a good
2: but, for the milkman and the baker. When, 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 we, were, when we were kids, the ice man used to come here and. With his horse and cart. Mm. You remember the Iceman? Yep, I do. Yep. See? The kids today wouldn't have a clue, would they?
0: No, they just get up. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> a motor car? Yep, I press a button. It starts. That's <laughs> good. TV? Yep, that's all good. What do you mean? There was nothing to, to press and all these things come on and computers and all that. Yep,
2: anyway, well, they, a they bit bring of in a the bit.
0: battery world, and they have a
2: massive blackout, well then they'll all wonder where to go. They won't be able to survive. Anyway, there's too many of us anyway, so we'll, it's alright kid, but just send us out a bit. We'll be right. <laughs> yeah. How'd we go well, on the I punt, today? Be Speaking of horses, how'd we go on the punt? Uh, well,
0: yesterday's best bet, unfortunately snapped the leg about 100 metres from the winning post. Oh, yuck. Oh, don't need to know that one. No, uh, I, I mean, I don't like don't like a bank and a loser. But when I, I hate it when they go to destroy a horse. Oh terrible. no, we'll leave it. it. Gets, we'll get on with the fishing. Makes me sick.
2: Yeah, I'd rather go in another direction. That's what I said. We're we'll going. We won't worry too much about yeah. it. But anyway,
0: otherwise, you had a couple of seconds.
2: A couple of seconds. Oh. He's, he's been in the, the best form. He's been in the form of his life the last three or four weeks.
0: Oh yeah. Well, what about the tip to Blakey? See, Blakey puts his hand up. A, he's had six winners in a row, six weeks in a row, right? Yeah. He didn't pick him.
2: Karen, I don't for him. I don't think Karen. I don't think Blakey cares who tips him, as so long as he's got his money no, on. As no,
0: so long as well, nobody, anyone in the punters' club doesn't care either. That. <laughs> collecting, <laughs> that's the main thing. But listen, like with, with the fishing, I want to ask you about boats before I get to fishing. Yeah. I was talking about solar panels and things. Yeah, and yeah. I meant to ask him was there any boats on display? The big boats on the marina probably would be running solar. But do you think we'll see it on half cabs?
2: Oh no, they're everywhere on boats now. That, uh, um the boat that that I that I used to run um, the my old charter boat Splashdown down. Yeah. Instead of the instead of having which instead of on top of the flybridge it used to have a soft canvas cover, it's got now got two solar panels as the shade cover. Oh, and right. very very yeah. not, and very very neatly done too. You you wouldn't even know what what's happened. It's just he's just where the where the roof was over the flybridge He's put um, a pair of solar panels, and and he's done it really really neatly. It's great. So, no, there's lots of boats around with solar panels. I see them running around everywhere. Not so Which much on the, the f- smaller boats like ours, but uh, a lot of them are using them. If you've got a roof, you can have a solar panel. Simple as that.
0: Now, could you put a solar panel on
2: yours? If I had a roof over the over the uh, centre console? Yeah, of course I could. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of them running around. And, and, you'll that, see, and oh, that's I- not a silly
0: idea either, right? is
2: Oh, well you use it through the week to just trickle charge your battery, so there's always a tiny bit of, or a little bit of current running through it. It's very good. Keeps the battery really healthy. You'd have to ask Al, he'd know a lot more than me, but that's, that's the general idea on it. So, uh, if you've got a roof, you can have a solar panel. Simple as that, and, and they work well. And you run dual batteries on your Staser? I run three batteries on the Staser. I've got, I've got a dual system that came with the vessel. And then yep. I run a, sec- a second but very powerful system that runs all my uh, auxiliaries, uh, like electric reels, um, yeah. sounders, ra- sounders, radios, anything that... Expendables. Uh, yeah, that uses all oh. the horsepower. But I'm talking a serious, really, really, um, a quite a big battery, Kieran. Um, but I, I can go to the third uh, bank if I have to to start the engine, yes. So I've actually got three. But mm. so I'm using, as so I said, I'm using, I don't, the third battery now doesn't, isn't involved in, in the general running of the boat, but it runs everything else. So okay. it, it's, uh, yeah. So no, I wouldn't go, I would never go to sea without two batteries. Sorry. I just, I can't believe yeah, it. I, I,
0: I just thought the manufacturer should be put into a position where, you know, that the, all boats should come with a dual battery
2: system. Oh, no, it just depends on the system, Kieran. And, you know
1: yeah if you if you're pointing around Karen, if you're pointing around in Pitwater or Botany Bay, you may not need uh, that that second battery doesn't
2: matter. it just depends on the boat how it's set up yeah yeah you know, we we' we're, we're running you know you've got to remember with with a boat like these modern boats i'm I'm running a a sounder with a with a boot as big as a shoe, you know it's a uh, bigger than a shoe, so uh, you know i'm 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 pushing one um uh, kilohertz out the sander all the time. So if you, if you drift around all day with the sounder on and not running the engine, you will run one battery at least down half, halfway. Yeah. What That's
1: sort of, what sort battery. of batteries are you running, Laurie?
2: Oh, I think they're centuries. Um, but they oh, you'd have to ask le-
1: lead, acid yeah,
2: no, 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 le- lead acid or no AGMs or? Lead acid. I'm running lead acid. So I've got two, two at the back. Um, that no. just, as I said, that maintain the vessel start. And what I do is I start on, usually start on both. And then when I do my first stop I switch to one. So I've only yeah. used one battery all day. Uh and they're about I think they're about seven hundred amps amp hours each. And I've got a really big battery that is getting a bit heavy to lift now. It's positioned under the console, under the where I drive, under the steering station. And as I said, it runs everything that's auxiliary on the boat. Yeah. So um uh, but it but it's it's essential. I and as I said all I've got to do, if anything goes really, if, even if those two go flat, I can just run, I can start off the third battery if I want. It's, it's the same sort of thing, 750 cold cranking amps. So uh, I've got lots of boot there if I need it.
1: And, oh, a, look. and a big tip yeah. for everybody, um, if, if you are thinking of adding another battery, uh, to your boat, make sure it is the same amp hour rating as the one that you already have in it. If you start mixing them up, it can get messy.
2: It's very upset. No, no, they don't like that. And, uh, the, the other thing is, and, and given the fact that I'm, I'm usually pretty handy, I do not touch electrical work on my own boat. Yeah. You know? It's just one of the few things I don't do. <sighs> I stay away from auto electric. No, I've
1: had a fire on a boat <laughs> once before. Well, I, I unfortunately, like we, we know, we know what my fishing prowess is like. We've seen the the massive fish i bought in. Not, um, but the one thing I can't escape from is I started my career as an auto electrician, so it's about the only thing I can fiddle with on a boat legally. <laughs>
2: You see, yes. See, I, I have a brain that's hardwired for um, fishing, but I'm not very well wired for elect- electronics. I just I've just found that I'm far better to leave uh, electronics and engineering to people who know what they're doing.
1: And that's and that's a smart play too. You know, if you you know, particularly with lithium batteries and everything uh, around now, if you don't know what you're doing there, don't finger poke, because you can get yourself into a lot of trouble.
2: Yeah. Well. Yeah, in my in my case, I actually just nipped a wire off, uh, and somehow when I was in the sea coming home, it touched, it welded itself to the earth bolt. Ooh! And then well, I turned my whole um, ignition system, and well, the whole electrical system in the boat to guacamole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really fun. Lots of smoke everywhere. Lots of Anyway,
1: I sorted. I sorted out. We're coming home from the peak. We're halfway home. It was interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I saw a Facebook post yesterday. Uh, a, a person was out at the the boat show, the Sydney International Boat Show, and saw this. Uh, I think it was um, it was definitely on a, a an MV, a motor vessel. He saw a really flash, you know, touch screen type. Um, Electrical controller for your boat controls your your bilge pump, and all those sorts of things.
2: I've yeah, seen that. I've
1: seen that. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you know I, I know, I know I'm going. know I'm going to sound old school here, Laurie, but nothing beats a switch in my my opinion. The, the, the touch touchscreens that are controlled by modules, they're fantastic, but there are a lot, you worry about. Not to saying they're not reliable. They're probably very, very reliable. But when they go wrong, you need to be able to work, have a workaround. And I haven't looked at them closely enough to work out if there is a decent workaround there. But if there's a switch and the switch fails, all you need is a little bridge connector. You know, just keep it simple, stupid.
2: Yeah, well, you get used to it. It's all going to be, it's all going to be touchscreen. I'll tell you
1: now. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and I understand why. There, I mean, there's so. If you look at pros and cons, there's so many pros as opposed to cons. Um, mm-hmm. I would just, I would just rather a wiring diagram come with it, so that if something did go wrong, um, I knew exactly where to go, what wires to grab to have my workaround.
2: Yeah, look, it's no different to the guys that are coming onto the into the maritime industry now. Just, if you got one to, if you put a chart in front of one and said, look, plot yourself from here to there, they go, well hang on, I haven't got, I just turn on my GPS mate. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's, it's one of, it's a funny transition, isn't it? Because we know the charts, you've got to have the charts, especially if you're going offshore, you've got to have the charts, but from what a plotter can offer you, or what a GPS can offer you, it's so far advanced, but legally, you've still gotta have the chart. So it's, uh, th- there's obviously a transition where that'll become more reliable and
2: you should still be able to use your... Chart. If you you know, you should be able to get Absolutely. your, your out and use a chart. But look, I've had someone. I was some. I you I was in. I was in Kenya a few years ago, and they they had the lat long of where the the resort was, that where we or the safari lodge was we staying at. And I I read the little thing and said, that they, Oh, we, we're oh about 160 k from the equator. And this bloke beside me said, Do you know what all those numbers mean? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes, I do was a, the funniest answer i'd ever heard of. you know what you know you know for, for all those numbers mean something to you of course they do <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
2: the latitude and longitude on the face of the planet oh really oh, I, think he, I think he i think he may have been american because he was wondering if they had the same sun as there as they had in america
1: here's one you'll love Laurie. but just before we take a break here's one you'll yeah. love i was chatting with a uh, a charter boat operator who has is also, is also done the odd um, delivery uh, throughout his career. And a mob had bought a boat up from uh, Tasmania while making their way up uh, to Queensland. And it just all got too hard for them. So they looked for somebody who could come and pick up the boat for them and take it up. You know what they were using for charts?
2: Yeah, a Shell roadmap.
1: A Gregory <laughs> You're right. That's a roadmap. Yeah.
2: I used to be, I did, I did a fair few years in the New South Wales Maritime scraping them off beaches and rocks and then I I regularly found them with just a road (laughs) map. Keep the green stuff on the left and the blue stuff on the right, you won't have a problem.
1: (laughs) No, we'll take a break Laurie and come back at 20 minutes, 24 minutes after five. When Damien volunteers to help, he really means it storm search and rescue he'll be there alongside other state emergency service volunteers right now ses volunteers are urgently needed and it isn't just about saving lives there are also support roles that can help you build professional skills while helping the community can you see yourself in orange google ses today
3: the breakdown of a relationship can be a very stressful time. That is why it is important to choose the right lawyer. At Brighton's Lawyers, our expert team of family lawyers are committed to achieving the best outcome for you and your family. No matter what your time of need calls for, the family law team at Brighton's Lawyers are available. Contact our family law team today on 1-800-848-848 or visit brightons.com.au. Brighton's Lawyers, we do support you in your family law matter.
1: You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. yet a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300 310 503. Mm-hmm
3: your flight center night center see the starry light center cruise center tour center are you insured center stay young have some fun follow the sun take the plunge easy done center island top over the top one stop shop never stop your center our center flight center at the center for 40 years
0: flight center
3: Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving, innovation, and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse.
1: G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coates, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder.
0: Or a floor stripper, eh? Or
3: a road (laughs) saw. Or an excavator. Or even a power
1: drill. (laughs) What is that?
3: Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates
0: or Bunnings Warehouse. Coats equipped for anything. 2SM. Sydney's talking. 2SM 1269 of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
1: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 27 minutes after 5 here on High Tide and uh, for anybody who's looking forward to grabbing uh, the podcast of the first hour of the program, I will advise you they will not be up until noon today so none of the podcasts will go up till noon today and if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's up there and fine don't worry about it. Just Hey guys a bit of a story's come through the yacht that um, Princess this Diana uh, used to sail uh, on that was owned by Dodi Alfayad Kujo, uh, Cujo uh, overnight has sunk. Uh, apparently, the new owner had an issue out there. It seems that the, his Gregory's lorry may have been out of date by one sample. It may have.
2: have. Yes. Yes.
1: Unfortunately, an 80-footer has gone down. Um, and um, yeah, it's a new, a new artificial
2: reef
1: somewhere. A new artificial reef somewhere. A very expensive artificial reef, I would suggest. <laughs>
2: Yeah, We're going to give you a quick fishing report Go for it Okay, offshore, there's yellowfin and striped marlin along the shelf And quite good yellowfin, up to about 40 kilo There was two caught this week, so that's okay uh, Deep water, the current is boiling um, You'll have dif- difficulty out, out in the deep it's, it's going along at two and a half knots So you won't get much uh, out there Plus there's heaps, although the jacket's in 60 fathoms or 105 metres Come in if you want. If you want your bottom fish between 40 and 55 metres, there's quite a nice lot pearl perch and snapper, and a few trags. So that's all good. Still tailor along the headlands, and some good stuff in amongst up to two kilo. Uh, if you just want to troll with the boat, stay out of the surf. We had some bikes rolled over through the week. I don't know if you know that. Two injured. That they got hit by the propeller of their own boat.
1: Oh yuck!
2: Yeah. Then the boat straightened itself up. My brother was there. This was happening off Point Plumber and, uh, and then the boat straightened itself up with 44 litres on board and a 60 horsepower motor and headed for the continental shelf. That was the last, of, the last that was seen of the
1: tinny. So they were launching off the beach? They,
2: they were coming into the beach.
1: They were coming into the beach.
2: And got tipped out in the boat ran out, because they don't, they, well, if nobody wears a lanyard. You've got, you know, the, the cut-off switch, but that didn't, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway. That was the end of that. So they, one got two fractured legs with, uh, propeller cuts. And the other guy was opened up from his hip to his rib cage. Oh, yuck. So um, they, my brother got my brother in a few punches. And John Bolton who's very famous in Port Macquarie for his work in Marine Rescue, they got him on the beach and got him all sorted out, got the helicopter and sent him off to John Hunter. But please, careful, folks. Um, Alan can talk about lanyards later. It's not my favourite subject. Uh, what else did we do? Um, on the beach and rocks, still plenty of brim, tailor and dart along the beaches and the rocks. And so I'm quite a still very good drummer on the rocks, Uh, fish to two and a half kilo, quite common, take some bread burley, cow holes been firing for them, which is a good easy spot to fish underneath the light that's a smoky cape. Uh, Hathead Boulders has also had the boulders that Hathead's had a real lot of drummer, so it'd probably be the pick of the spots. Okay, what else in the river? In the river still brim and flathead, really good flooding upstream from Jerseyville on the Lewis, uh, and and reasonable brim along the walls and some quite a few uh Ludric, but not in big numbers, size good, sort of fish around the eight hundred gram mark, but only been caught in fours and fives and a handful of school mull away if you're prepared to put up with very cold nights. So that's about it for this week, and uh, I'll catch you from, I'll be in Winton on next Sunday.
1: Good on you, mate. Thanks so much for your time today.
2: Okay, see you guys.
1: There he is, Lockie, Laurie McAdally, uh, who is up in Dalby in Queensland at the moment. Yeah, it is interesting, Kieran. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've got, I've got two harnesses on, on board my boat. So I've got a harness for everybody who's on board if they choose to wear it. And I've also got, um, uh, life jackets, but I have not got the self inflating life jackets. I've got the manual life jackets because, um, too many yachts have told me and people with more, way more experience than me will tell you that if you're knocked over and you're caught in the rigging, you don't want a, a life jacket, trying to all puffed up around you. All puffed up around you. Um, it, it's a lot easier if you if you can control the situation. Which doesn't help you if you got you get knocked on the head by the boom on the way through. So, I don't know. I, I, I suppose that comes down to a, an individual preference. But there is no doubt, you know, having your life jacket on. You know, I know it says mandatory when you're crossing a bar, but even in in conditions that you're thinking, oh. I don't know. If they're a little bit circumspect, just whack on the life jacket. It's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, well, look, see, you're on a tiller situation. Yeah, say you're offshore and you run into a bit of, all of a sudden, pops up a bit of a heavy sea. Yeah. And you've got a self-inflatable on, and you, you run into some water over the top of the boat. That could explode
1: the jacket that you're in already. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I tend to go uh, for my harness more often than my life jacket. Um, yeah. I, I ideally I'd like to have one that about, you know, be, be, uh, and I will eventually, I uh, grab the one that's, that incorporates both the harness and the life jacket. Uh, but at the moment, I don't. I've just got the self-inflating, well, the not the self-inflating, the manual-inflating life jacket and the harnesses but you know, sort of in my boat when i lock off the chile if i if i fall off the boat it's not the it's not the uh i mean the the, the life jacket will save my life but it's not going to do much for my boat because it's going to keep going so my object is don't leave the boat <laughs> so I, i'm happy to put on the harness and I, I don't care what people think i'd rather be safe than sorry
0: well, yeah. You look, there is a bigger chance of spotting the boat in the water than than you bubbling around in in amongst the the
1: white water, you know. And and that's what they say with regard to to life rafts too. You always want to step up to a life raft off a yacht, not down. Uh, yep. Meaning that you know, so many people have have jumped into their life raft and and think they're doing the right thing. They can't find the life raft, but they do find the yacht.
0: That's
1: right. Mm. Thank
0: <sniffs> Yeah, if it's upside down, just hang on to the keel.
1: And the New South Wales government are, well, they have been for the last couple of years, but they're upping their ante uh, with regard to uh, water safety as well. Just the simple things. It's not a matter of bringing in new legislation and prohibiting people from doing this but, and prohibiting people from doing that, but uh, simple little things. We do live in a multicultural com- uh, country, so boat ramps having multicultural or multilinguistic signs explaining, you know, wear your life jacket, et etc. Etc. Um, is a big thing because they're preventable deaths.
0: This is true. Uh, I'll go back to the early 90s and Maxie Whitnell, when uh, we put the pressure on him to that the planes coming into this country should have information about the dangers. Because people, a lot of the people that come from overseas countries, let's say the Asian countries. They're, you know, that's the, rice and and seafood is their basic diet. You
1: yeah,
0: know? yeah. And so they just think, oh, yeah, there's their, oh, look at that platform, that's great, yeah, well, we're going Because they don't have the swells that we have. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and that's what brings them undone. But, uh, you know, but we eventually got that sort of information. Uh, I remember Shoei and I done some ads for uh, Qantas and uh, Air New Zealand. About you know some of the safety factors that you need to be aware of when you come to fish in Australia, or you come to Australia.
1: And, and it's the same with swimming. They're swimming between the flags, uh, a lot of people from the African countries who aren't great swimmers because it's not you know part of part of their culture to go down to the beach every weekend, uh, get themselves into into trouble uh, very very quickly. So. Um, you know, uh, Asians are the same. Yeah, true, buddy. We're going to take a quick break on the other are side. We, yeah. Are we
0: going to get Mr. Blake?
1: He's already online, waiting patiently to have a chat with you about the Sydney International Boat Show.
0: Okay.
1: Can I do my break?
0: My <laughs> of
3: course.
1: <laughs> Twenty-four to six.
3: Son was in the hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday. He's just turned 65.
0: Oh, God.
3: So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio.
2: You always show both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's
1: alright. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go fast, man. You can express your point interview here every day of the week, if you want to.
3: The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am
0: on 2SM.
1: We've all heard it, washing
3: your dishes by hand saves water. It's a myth. That's why Wellcull designs innovative kitchen appliances with the environment in mind. Featuring patented six-sense technology, Whirlpool dishwashers save up to fifty percent on energy and can clean a family-sized load with just a fraction of the water you'd use in the sink. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au to find a stockist near you. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th Green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on
1: 9670 8888. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid, and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia,
3: movement that inspires
0: Hot, hot potty you've ever seen. Green comes
3: on, steady, hot and strong. It just keeps on and on.
1: Green Ambi Heat, the advanced energy-saving heat pump that's made in Australia. Install it. Install Except nothing less than Australia's best. News, Sports, talk.
3: Two SM twelve sixty nine. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
1: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. only a good It is 20 minutes away from 6 o'clock. Just checking the weather radar. We have a little bit of rain around. It's mostly north of Sydney now. It's sort of moved on, although we did have a, some pretty heavy downfalls last night. But Port Stevens currently copying it at the moment. It's about to hit Seal Rocks and Newcastle in the 2HD broadcast area also a little bit of rain there but it's all sunshine at the sydney international boat show where mr alan blake has been for the last three days with one more day to go good morning blakey how are thou i'm
3: very good a bit wet getting home last night
1: i must admit was it raining at five o'clock when the boat show ended did you did you go out no No, it finished seven we just went
3: downstairs had a little bit of dinner and it bucketed down, yeah. it was a good school through everyone was, it was people everywhere Yeah, it hit us I at mean, about 10 o'clock and it just came down
1: in absolute bucket loads, we're, they were saying the Bureau was saying 6 mil uh, for the next 24 hours, I reckon we had 6 mil in 6 minutes uh, Yeah, we
3: showing about 12 mil in 6 minutes so that was, it was a little bucket yeah. but, uh, You get that, there's yeah. no good about it. I'm
1: just sorry for the people that having their parties was uh, a little bit damp <laughs> how's, how's the boat show been, have things been going well? Yeah, it's been good.
3: Um, some people a little bit missed that it, it's not as big as it normally is as far as only uh, being in the one set of halls downstairs, but the product is there and everyone's sentiment is quite good, so
1: that's the main thing. Now, how, how's the, how are the staser boats going? Are they, are they jumping on for that trailer?
3: Yeah, yeah, the discounts on the trailer plus some rigging kits from some of manufacturers. But, uh, Stace has been very popular and, uh, Nice It's good because it pulls up well against the Quintrex but, uh, Some people don't know the Quintrex and Stacey have come out of the same factory Yeah um, But you know, it's been very good and well received
1: so, we, we had a good old wander around the uh, marina yesterday And I, I saw my dream boat, Blakey I saw my dream boat
3: Was that one of those paddle boards with the, with the bike on top of it? How did you guess? I thought it would. Like I was really going I to take a Kieran. photo of
1: that for Kieran. I, just, I forgot yeah. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Two of his pet hates that in one go. T- that was <laughs> a paddle board. Yeah, paddle, yeah, pad- not a paddle board, yeah, but it actually sit on it like a, like a push bike and ride a paddle bike. Yeah, that, it
0: that way. Yeah, that's that cheap.
1: No, I was, sal- I was salivating. I
0: not pay anybody for anything.
1: I was yeah. sal- salivating the uh, Beneteau First 36 that they've got down there, which is just like, you couldn't even, you not you couldn 't even compare it to a mercedes benz I mean this is the the state of the art everything on this thing it's just beautiful, so it was a red bull was it' <laughs> It is pretty much and I reckon it would go as fast as a red bull too it was it's just really designed for offshore you know blue water stuff um, all the bells and whistles a great deck area so many I don't, it sounds like i 'm working for a better tow co- at Mate, the moment they have it? had a, an a excellent
0: name for a bowl. Ever since I can remember, Benito, uh, and it, yeah. no matter where you talk about the uh, that boat around the world, yeah, in the, in the world of sailing,
1: you know, you know, it had everything except a Dodger,
0: except a Dodger. <laughs> oh, it had one with you on board. No, that's
3: a Dodgy, Dodgy. Did you get a
0: price tag, a grand?
1: Pardon. I heard you, I'm just saying pardon. (laughs) I didn't didn't want to look at that. I did send a photo to my partner and said, what do you think of this one? Oh, buy that. Right. (laughs) 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 It's a beautiful, beautiful. There were really interesting, um, um, some really interesting boats out there. uh, Well worth looking at. You know, getting out onto that marina and taking a look—it's a, a massive variety of, of different types of boats. Something for everybody, really. And, and that's—I know that's a bit of a cliche, but I'm genuine with that.
3: Yeah, I was surprised. There's a lot of smaller boats out there. Uh, normally, there's a lot more larger boats, but a lot of the pocket boats, what I call pocket boats, in them—eight um, meter to twelve meter yeah. size out there.
1: Yeah, so, it was interesting. So there's some nice boats out there. Yeah, and there were some really, really clever, uh, designs in what I'd call a working boat, like you wouldn't use it for fishing charters, you probably wouldn't use it for fishing, but if you work on water and you're, you know, I don't know taxing people around or you know, whether you're using it for, you know um, a tiller service or, uh, sorry a, yeah, a service to drop people out of their boats, at the moorings or whatever the case may be or you know, running around grabbing this, really good enclosed cabins that'll keep you completely out of the weather with all the, the bells and whistles that aren't, you know 480 foot long um, very re- manoeuvrable and the the thing that blew me away what is it with horsepower? <laughs> like there's 1800 horsepower boats sitting out there in the marina you know with 67 motors on them like can't we just go out there and enjoy the day? No bigger is
3: better That's, that's
1: <laughs> it's what, it's better.
3: What, what gets me is the minimalistic design of a lot of them yeah they're uh, a very plain, basic thing uh, with straight bows on them, and yeah, they're just different. just say they're not a fishing boat, um, they're not really a cruising boat, they're just a day boat from the harbour
1: a worker a worker type boat. I mean, I, you, know, you and I could go out fishing in it, but you wouldn't want to have more than you know, a couple of people on board. So I'm just thinking of the one that I saw there. But, you know, as far as, you know, staying out of the weather and, and being a bit of a workhorse, it would be absolutely ideal. And it was pricing out at about $130,000, which, you know, if, if you, you've got to work on the water, that, that's not a bad, not a bad investment.
3: Yeah, that's only a little
1: baby one that doesn't have five or six motors on. No, 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 no. no. That, wasn't, that wasn't one of those ones. But, you know, like, and, and I was chatting with the people I was with yesterday, having multiple engines is a good safety factor as well. Uh,
0: get a I don't control. think so. I don't think you need it if you service them
1: correctly. Uh, you, it, it'd be better to have two than one, Kieran, because if one breaks down, at least you've got a back up.
0: What do you hit a paddle uh, for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're forty mile off 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 the coast. Good luck. Okay, let
0: me tell you, we'll go back to the very early times of the late eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds, where the fishermen, commercial fishermen, would have a an old chugger, and they would have a sail. Yes. Yeah. You know. So
3: they
1: were prepared and and for Kieran them. knows that because he was there. Uh, yeah, I've got no doubt. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, the, the, the Quintrex special that you've got, go- or the Stasis special you've got going at the moment, uh, how much to get a mast installed, Blakey? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that an optional extra or what? You, you get <laughs> the, the chart story. plotter and a mast? Guys. chart on, that's not a problem, but you don't have a mast. Take a quick break and be back in a moment. No, stand by, Kieran, stand by.
0: I used to drive seven hours to hospital, and seven hours back. You know, when Bob first flew me to hospital from a chemo, it was such a relief. Can you imagine? A two-day trip became two hours. What Angel Flight does is a godsend. So please, support the work of Angel Flight, or if you can, get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver, because helping Angel Flight helps people who really need help. If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in Admin, MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit MEGT.com.au forward slash jobs.
3: For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff, Sore & Sorry Pain Relief Gel is something that may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff, Sore & Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore & Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution, now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of
1: Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? G'day, Murphy' Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for a 100 years through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame, through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high-quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis,
2: Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle and they give you an answer within 24 hours. they are taking the
3: hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more
2: competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit License Number
3: 392 182. 2SM has Sydney talking. <laughs> More of High Tide on 2SM and the
0: Super Network.
1: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. We are ten minutes away from six o'clock. At six o'clock we will update the Super Network news for you with the gang. A little bit of a technical issue, but we we'll are sorted it out. And they'll be back online for this one. Now, Kieran, you had a question for Mr. Blake. Kieran? Yeah. <laughs> you, had, you had a question for Blakey.
0: Yeah, but I did. I was talking to Laurie about um, I don't know whether you heard it about putting the solar panels, I find like, um, on his boat where he yeah. would, like you could put like a bimini top up there, but you would have to make it like a, a hard top. Yeah, well, do, do you, you get much yeah. call for that at all? Yeah, we do. They look, a lot of the boats are putting solar
3: panels on. Um, and most of them are not flexible but you can get some flexible ones where their charge rate's very small and it's probably me a plug about a bit so it's for a hard top to put them on and they're quite reasonably priced out of solar panels I've got them on a big boat go carry about 2 kilowatts and um, good option but your trailer boats so unless you've got a
0: hard top it's very hard to put one on there mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. just trying to think where where you could put one but no, not have a one up, because you can't uh, stand on it. No. If you have an emergency one there, which is just a small
3: one, you can fold out. But, uh, their charge rate's not very good.
1: Right. What, what type of, um solar cell would you recommend, Alan? Because oh, they yeah. come in a, a variety of different types, and they've all got uh, different, different properties and different charge properties.
3: Look, it just depends on what you need, are. But, you um, yeah to get 450 or 500 watts, you're going to need something that's about 1.3 by about 1.2 metres. Yeah. So it takes up a fair bit of room. Then you need to have the right charge gear to be able to go with it. It's not just plug it in and go.
1: No.
3: So well, you've got to manage your system because you don't want to cook in your batteries yeah. if, it does, if it is full. So uh, it's, you really need to sit down with an expert on that, not just go and grab a few things and say, oh, that'll do
1: the job. Yeah. Yeah, and if you, if you think you might get away with uh, just watching a couple of YouTube videos on it, think again. <laughs> think again. You can get a
3: bit, a bit dangerous with that.
1: Son. Yeah, I was watching one and I sat there and thought, really? <laughs> 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 what?
3: <laughs> that sounds good, but yeah, don't get involved with
1: it. Yeah, yeah, just consult <laughs> an, an expert. It, it, it is, and particularly with lithium batteries nowadays. I mean, li- most of the lithium batteries have got, you know, overcharge protectors and all those sorts of things in it, but you know, anything can can fail under the right conditions. If you treat it right, you won't have to worry about any of those uh, those safety features.
3: Do you remember the science experiments at school where they put lithium in a little bit of water in a beaker? Yep. What happened there? Boom. Very yeah, very excited. Yes.
1: Yeah, it goes up very very quick, and there is no fire extinguisher that's going to put that one out.
3: No, that's why you have to be very careful with lithium and water.
1: Yes. Yeah. What, what are you, you, are you in favour of lithium? I mean, obviously, I, have got lithium on my boat because the, it's just so easy to charge up. The, the, the number of cycles I can get out of it's, I mean, I'll, it'll probably outlast my boat if the truth be known. But are you in, you, but I was very concerned about having lithium on board the boat. Yeah, what,
0: look, I've, lithium's been a good
3: short term gap, uh, filler. So you know, I think there's new technologies coming through which will be better for the environment and also a lot cheaper.
1: And a lot uh, safer, too, from what I heard.
3: That's right. And and recycled because that's the problem. There's a lot of work goes into mining the lithium and uh, making the batteries. Yeah. And you can't recycle it So sodium ion, I think, will take over as time goes by. They're getting to the stage now where it's nearly as good and the cycles are about the same. Uh, maybe a bit slower in the charge rate, but it will come through as time
1: goes on. One of the things I was chatting with Kieran a bit earlier, Alan, one of the things I was stunned at with... I'm uh, uh, Not stunned at, that's probably too hard a word, but what I was surprised at was the amount of electric motors that are available now. And the progression since the last time I was looking at electric motors to where it is today. They're getting faster, they're getting more powerful. I don't know if they're getting cheaper, though,
3: to be honest with you. Oh, look, I, I think it's more But it will, It's a buzz thing than anything else because your battery technology is not that good yet. Yeah. And, you know, you can't really go and do that much with it. It's a, uh, like Mercury's got their avatar, uh, which is a good idea. They say it's a 7.5. That's 7.75 kilowatts, it's actually only equivalent to about a 3 horsepower, just over 3 horsepower. Yeah. And they say, oh, look, you know, the batteries are much lighter than what um, a tank of fuel is. Well, the 3 horsepower carries a litre of fuel, and they compare it to a US gallon or 3.8 litres of fuel. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to do your homework and don't get involved with the hype. Find
1: out what will suit your needs. Yeah. There will
3: be, there'll be more and more of them, but uh, the
1: ceiling's entity. And, and it does also um, depend on what your needs are. You know, everyone has different requirements. And, yes. you know, if you're just using it as a dinghy to run out to your boat, well, then, you know, a small little electric uh, outboard, why not? But if uh, you're trying to power your yacht with it, perhaps not.
3: Yeah, well, if you're a cruising yachtsman, you're not really going to go with an electric motor because you're using all the power you can get for all the other things on board. Mm. So you don't have the spare capacity to go charging an electric outboard where you can carry a few litres of fuel, and that'll do everything you want to
1: do. especially with the fuel economy economy of motors now, it's just extraordinary.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. how much better they are. And, like, you know, you're talking 60 and 70% better on fuel economy than what the old ones were. Yeah. And uh, no smoke, no smell, so it's quite good. One thing that's been a lot of uh, at the boat show, I think you were saying, was uh, Seakeeper and things like that, which is these gyros, stabilising gyros.
1: Yes. For the boats. Can we have a chat about that after the news? I'd like to yeah. know more about that, because I, th- I found that that sort of technology is fascinating, and I'd, li- I'd love to get your opinion on it. Okay. Okay, we're approaching news time here on High Tide. It's uh, the 6 o'clock news. We'll be back for the last hour of the program very, very shortly. Got a lot to bring you in the last hour of uh, the program today, too. We're going to catch up with Paul Burt, who has been also out at the Sydney International Boat Show after arriving back from the Gold Coast. Right now, it's news
0: time.